You're tuned in to the Three Pixels Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Three Pixels Pixel Byte edition. We're here with another bite of information for your ears. Before we dive into the topic, I'm going to introduce our two wonderful co-hosts. We have Martin and Darby. Darby, how are you doing? Doing great, thanks. How are you? Very well. Thank you very much. And Martin, hello. All is well in the world as it can be for, at the time being. And yeah, I'm ready to go for another episode. Let's do it. So for those of you that don't know, YouTube Rewind is the company's annual end of year tribute to creators, trends, and moments that define the platform over the last year. YouTube had issued a statement acknowledging that 2020 has been different and that it doesn't feel right to carry on as if it weren't. This marks the first time Rewind won't happen since YouTube started the annual celebration back in 2010. Although Rewind has become somewhat of a joke, to say the least, in the creator community in the recent years, it became the most disliked video of all time in 2018. It's still a staple of the YouTube culture though, and much talked about, even if people are just using it to dunk on their own videos. To be fair, even CEO Susan, I'm gonna screw up this, the name, even CEO Susan admitted they're a little cringe inducing. She said in a statement, we know that so much of the good that did happen in 2020 was created by all of you. You found ways to lift people up and help them cope and make them laugh. You made a hard year genuinely better. And she's got a point. While many people were stuck at home because of the pandemic, YouTube saw surges in usage as more people spent time streaming videos online. By the end of March, views on videos that centered on with me stylized content, get ready with me, work out with me, study with me, saw a massive increase in viewership, according to the company. Live streaming also picked up on YouTube, as well as on other platforms like Twitch and Facebook. YouTube did not say if we will see Rewind in 2021, but like everything now, I guess it all depends on what the future brings. All I know is I'm going to miss YouTube's annual attempt to try and celebrate good on the platform, especially when there's so much bad, and the inevitable reaction videos from creators explaining in detail just how wrong YouTube got it again. I'm going to be a bit cynical about this, and this is where the blade is going to come out, unfortunately. And horrible to say it, I think this pandemic has sort of saved Rewind retrospectively. And what I mean by that is the last two years of Rewind have been absolutely dog feces. Genuinely, it has been so poor, so sterile. So let's look at 2018. It showed to me and to a lot of creators and a lot of fans that YouTube don't really know what the product of YouTube is anymore and have very little um, concern about the, the creators on there. Back in 2018, uh, a YouTuber who I followed very religiously back then was a guy called Critical. And he demonstrated a way that when he logged out of his account and went on YouTube's front page, all it was about like Jimmy Kimmel, uh, things like from the BBC, 
corporate videos that you'd see on cable TV or free TV, but it was never really about the creators of YouTube. Like, you know, the people who've been here for, since day one or have really grown and found fame upon YouTube. And 2019 became a Watch Movie Mojo top 10 list. It was literally like, oh, if I remember rightly, it was quite a, a passive aggressive video at the beginning. It made a statement like, Last year, you guys said that you didn't like our videos, so this is what you do like. It was something like that, and it came across very passive-aggressive, and it was then like, you like this, and you, you like that. It was almost like taking the mick of what people consumed, and that's how I came across their 2019 video. And again, it just showed that they had no concept or no creativity about YouTube. The only thing they cared about is the money and sponsorships that came towards YouTube as a whole. And let me get back to the full point what I was gonna say is, in 2020, I feel like it would have been worse. I think they would not have learned from any of their mistakes. It would have been probably some presenter saying, oh, let's look at this YouTuber. This person grew like that. I think it would have actually gone to that point. And, it, and I feel like uh, Rewind should have been buried anyway. After 2019's disaster, I think that's when they should have stopped it. And I feel like they should stop Rewind now. I have a little bit of a different take on Rewind 2020. Canceling Rewind 2020 is an interesting move on YouTube's part. Because on the one hand, I can see how it's just not good to do um, their usual Rewind filming, which is in person, in groups dancing around and doing fun stuff and hey look here's Will Smith. On the other hand, I think that it could have been done in a really good way. I think that this is a giant missed opportunity because in the official statement from YouTube, they said 2020 has been different so it doesn't feel right to carry on as if it weren't. Okay, that is true. That is a true statement and I agree. I agree completely. Carrying on as if 2020 is completely normal would be bad taste, in my opinion. However, they could have used this to have a quarantine special like what a lot of TV shows have been doing, where they use it as a way to reflect on how this year has gone and change people's expectations. And then they go on in the statement to say, we know that so much of the good that did happen in 2020 was created by all of you. You've found ways to lift people up, help them cope and make them laugh. You made a hard year genuinely better. Thank you for making a difference. Okay, then show that. Don't just silence that. Why are we taking that sort of a message about you guys did something really good. Now let's not talk about that. <laughs> and in fact, if YouTube really wanted to make the year better, as they have said their creators have done, they could have used this as an opportunity to take the proceeds from whatever AdSense they get off of a YouTube Rewind 2020 and donate them to COVID research or Black Lives Matter, because those are two of the biggest defining events of 2020. Like, they could have used this to actually do something, but instead they're just backing away 
2020 has been so awful that we don't even want to touch it. Cheers for you guys all making it better and stuff, but we don't even want to contribute. And I think that's a shame, actually. I don't think they really know what you, uh, content creators actually did to make life better. I think that has a bit of a, a, a pull system in there. It generally could have been, like, you've got a, a group of creators, make them do small little skits. You know, like um, what children need sort of do. You know, they have, like, small little skits. You could have had that. And playing on what Darby said, they could have used that sort of revenue and ad revenue to go to these sort of, like, Black Lives Matter, um, like the COVID cases, and all other uh, independent small charities that are going on and they could have really made a difference that way. And they could have had that at the end, where you could have had uh, a statement from uh, Susan. I, again, I'm not going to even try and pronounce that name. And her, her then saying this, like, this has been a difficult year. This has been a difficult year for our creators, but we feel that you've made a difference, and we wanted to show that. Ben, I know you are a regular uh, content creator on YouTube. I know you've uh, dabbled in it at least, I should say. What's your thoughts on this? Because, you know, I feel like you have a different perspective from actually being inside YouTube at some point. That is true. I have been inside YouTube headquarters many times. This whole celebration is supposed to be about the creators. So rather than YouTube spending the amount of money that they do on this production every year and handpick a couple of creators and pay Will Smith whatever they pay him and get him on and do that and do a bunch of crazy animations. The production values have gone up and up and up, but the message has got weaker and weaker and weaker. That's that's the trend that's gone. You know, if you look at the original ones, the, the you know, the quality was, you know, naff, but it had meaning to it and, and people could connect on that. And surely that is the heart of YouTube anyway, is that like, it's not the quality, it's the content, it's, you know, it, it's the community. So what they could have done was they could have turned it into a form of hashtag style event where I think opening it to everyone literally might be a bit messy, but I think picking a larger proportion of the creators that you would ever normally be able to fit into a video. So you pick up a bunch of creators from all different backgrounds, all different channels, like, and you go to them, okay, what did YouTube 2020 mean to you? And they all create their little videos and it becomes part of a feed, right? So then you can view loads of different people. You can see lots of different things. Like they can only, they don't need to be a minute or a couple minutes or whatever. And then it becomes suddenly a bigger thing. Everyone's sharing what YouTube 2020 meant to them and what was important to them. And you're hearing all those voices in a, in a way that's then about those creators rather than about YouTube creating something um, that's like a showpiece because then it, it's from the community to the community. Uh, would, it would have meant a lot more, I think, for sure, and would have been easy to achieve with creators still doing what they do best at home. They reunited Parks and Recreation, the TV show that had been off air since 2015 on a YouTube special, um, and the proceeds from the episode went toward Feeding America's COVID-19 response fund to provide them with the resources to serve the most vulnerable community during the difficult time. And they did this in a totally COVID safe way where you were taking the perspective of somebody watching the computer screen and you were seeing all these Zoom calls between the cast. Okay, so the writing wasn't on par with the rest of the TV show, fair enough, but 
they did a really good job not only showing how the characters would interact in 2020, but also keeping that audience engaged to make the profit to then go toward charity and helping people through this pandemic. And I think that's exactly an example of what YouTube was talking about in their statement. And I just wish so much that YouTube would take that idea and ask some of their biggest, most like creators, like Ben said, to come in and do a special, a rewind. And it doesn't even have to be high production budget. Like it can just be, you know, like a room, well, a, a Zoom room of <laughs> uh, people going around and saying, you know, like, here's what happened this year, but then here's all some really good things that happened this year. A perfect example of what YouTube should have done came from the YouTube channel Thomas Sanders and Friends, and they put out a video on November 2nd, Some Reasons to Smile If You Need Them Right Now. Um, and they were basically just telling jokes and talking about some of the really cool things that have happened this year, you know? And even if YouTube had done something like that, then that would be amazing. And Thomas Sanders had on um, a bunch of his friends and viewers just submit at-home clips of themselves talking completely informal. And that's exactly what YouTube could have done for Rewind. Rewind 2020, or Rewind in general, is not something that I've ever cared about very much, honestly. I watched and laughed at the 2018 one um, along with everybody else, but I didn't genuinely care that it was so bad. Like, I feel like some people took it really to heart and I didn't genuinely care about YouTube 2019 because at that point it was just a joke. But the weird attitude that YouTube is coming at it in 2020 is making me more upset than it ever did in 2018 in the infamous Rewind 2018 or in 2020. Well said, Darby. I think the point here is that there is other ways to achieve these things and they kind of threw in the towel without even trying. And I think that reflects quite badly on them. And it really has shown a, a change in the way YouTube has handled things with the creators. It there has been the feeling of this gap that they, they haven't really got the creators back, that they don't really look out for them and that there's not really doing much more to change things, but they still take, you know, a cut of the revenue. And this really does feel like it, it just feels them out of touch with the community and with um, everything that's happening right now. And, it, you know, rewind is kind of the minimum thing they do for the community every year. And even if it is poor, at least you could go, they're trying to do something but now they haven't even bothered trying. Um, a corporate message really isn't worth very much, and it's a shame. It'd be interesting to know what you guys think. What's your idea for how Rewind could evolve into the future, and what do you think they're going to do for Rewind 2021? We'd like to hear what you think. Let us know on social media. Our link's in the show notes down below, or you can email us if you really want to. If you're old-fashioned like that, hello at the3pixels.com. We will take an email there. Thank you very much to Martin and Dolly for joining us on this episode. Thank you very much for having me again, Ben. And I look forward to the next one. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Adios. Bye. See you later.
You're tuned in to the Three Pixels Podcast.